Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Pyromedia Network. Pyromedia Network is a progressive moving platform to give a voice to those who feel don't have one. Social injustice, equality concerns, and more are just a few reasons why PMN is needed. For more information about Pyromedia Network, please visit pyromedianetwork.com. Hi, you've reached Kwame. And Christy. And we're from I'd Rather Not Podcast. Leave a message. Mm-hmm. Everybody, welcome to the show. The rules of engagement are really quite simple. So if you can pull yourself away from Grinder for two seconds, listen up. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Right. Let's have a kiki. What's going on, listeners? We are back with another episode of I'd Rather Not Podcast. I'm your host, Kwame, joined by the beautiful, the glittericious, the fabulous, the always dusted and on time, Miss Christy Champagne. I like how you ended that with on time. Right, because I'm not. <laughs> Neither was I. We were like, oh, 3 o'clock. Oh, 3.15. Oh, 3.45. It's 4. And now it's four. And now it's four. <laughs> we're good. We're on time. Hey, we we hey. make our own time here. That's right. I'd rather not podcast. Right. That's what happens when you're the boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. When it, when any of you other fools want to start paying the bills, then we might consider being on a okay. <laughs> Let them know. Okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, actually. A little tired. I am so happy that I finished this class. Um, I actually love the class itself. My my professor was actually super awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Probably will be one of my top three favorite professors some, uh, thus far in um, of all time, actually. Nice. Um, he He's definitely going to be in my top three, um, or at least top five, because yeah. yeah whatever anyway but you know he's he's in he's up there and um okay. but but the, the class itself was just really um it was a creative writing class and i know some people are like oh creative writing it's just you know an elective but this particular class um he was really big on like really delving in deep um emotionally as an author and so like we had to write like autobiographical autobiographical uh mm-hmm, stuff on on you know our feelings on you know worst the worst times of our lives you know things Ooh. like that and i'm just like listen like, i'm excited to write podcast this- is for right <laughs> <laughs> so, like, i get paid for this <laughs> like, i don't want to pay you to me for me to tell you what's going on like that's what therapy therapy is for okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then i write about it and then what you say oh great job and then i have to sit there in my feelings you know okay. Good okay. lord. Anyway, but it was a it was anyway. a very good class. Um, you know, and and I'm just done. And then it, what bothered me the most was that it was a, the final project was a group project, and so mm-hmm. I don't really like group projects because you have to depend on everybody else. And right. um, I just my schedule was already crazy as it is, and I had already explained to my group that I was not going to be as present as possible. So I wanted to take on a big bulk of the editing, which you know right. is the big bulk of you know video production. Um. But long story short, they didn't like the fact that I wasn't there, <laughs> even <laughs> though I edited everything. So, but it's like, you know, whatever. It's a class. You're not, you know, you're not right. Steven Spielberg. So it's fine. It's cool. That part. Well, so, hey, you know. Yeah. School well, if you school. guys own a media company, then you can come and tell me what the hell it's to do. Okay? okay. That part. <laughs> that part. I just been, I feel, I, I completely agree with you. I feel the same way lately. Just like, like. I've not I've I've been busy, but like in in the retrospect of life, it's not really busy. But like mm-hmm. then on the other hand, I've been feeling like I haven't had a whole lot of like weirdly haven't had a whole lot of motivation to like be on top of things, you know? It's just kind of like blah, meh kind of mm-hmm. feeling, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, but I mean I'm getting shit done, but like I don't know, it just for once in in, in a long time in my life, I feel like I'm not like I'm not like going crazy all the time. And it's like kind of nice to just kind of sit back and just let it be, you know, and not be worried about 4,000 million things, but on the same hand, be worried about 4,000 million things. Yeah, I totally get it. Cause That's it, it's, it's our it's, life, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of like there, there's times when people like, you know, Oh, I, I feel like I'm in a funk, I'm in a rut. And it's, you feel like you're stopped, but then when right. you're doing something, you feel overwhelmed. But then there's those times, like, like you're saying now, like you're describing where it's like you're coasting and it's like, yeah. you're doing, you're doing everything. You're doing what you need to do, but it's like, you, it's, it's, 
become such a routine and it's become such a um uh you've grown into to a way in a way where it's like you you're able to handle it but now you're coasting there's nothing new right. going on but it's also nothing um uh underwhelming as well if that makes any sense oh no it makes complete sense it's just yeah. like you know you know how we do i feel so bad because it's like then we then we like come to record and it's like i've felt like uh, in the last couple of months because I have been busy in my own terms and you know it's that time of year it's holiday season it's like for a drag queen it's you know this month is like crazy and all kinds of things like I haven't been really keeping up with like what's been going on in the world and like Mm -hmm. mostly because you know we've just taught ourselves I feel like you know with the world we live in to disconnect and remove ourselves from all of the craziness and yeah. Cheeto head and all his mass <laughs> craziness and just right. disconnect that. I feel like the last month or so I haven't like kept up with like what's been going on in the world. And like, you know, I just kind of stay at home and do my thing and do my business, you know, where it's safe. Yeah. I'm such a hermit now. Like, 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 and I, and I've always been like kind of a homebody because like, you know, that's just my personality, but um. Uh, well, no. Let me let me not say that because in Seattle, when when I was living in Seattle, I was always out. But um, <laughs> partly because of your fault, I guess. But <laughs> but but um, I I lately like I've just been really a homebody, and I feel like it's because like there's so much going on in the world, and you just want to have a centered spot. And there's always also so much going on with my schedule and things that I'm doing that you just want to have a centered place of sanctuary and just relax and chill. Um, you don't yeah. want any tension or drama or anything like that. That's you know, so it's it's it is what it is. I get it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just and it's kind of nice not to know what's going on. I mean, do you feel the same <laughs> way? Do you feel like you like what what was the last thing you heard about that you were like, oh hell no, what the fuck? Like <laughs> Well, unfortunately I don't have that luxury of not being because I have to know what's going on. Right. <laughs> just because of, of, of the network and stuff like that and, and then just, you know just having to keep up with pop culture but yeah. um but recently um f- so for those who don't know uh who tank is tank is a r&b uh singer and mm-hmm. um you know he's he had a couple of hits in in uh, you know in the early or late i guess late 2000s or early 2000s or whatever whatever mm-hmm. um so weird saying that because i'm all, like oh used to say 90s or the 80s or whatever but anyway um so he had he had a, a hit a couple of hits or whatever and he's kind of coasted he's not like a super super huge star, but he's always in some type of drama you know what right. i'm saying like, in my opinion and i say that because like he's always saying something that like will spark you know the blogs and the blogs to say something about you know what he's saying and i think sometimes it's for media attention and sometimes it's like a publicity sign and other times it's like he just says something and i'm just like hmm? <laughs> like <Okay>. what <laughs> so recently he he um was on some some show or podcast or whatever and he um he was talking about uh some somehow the conversation of sexuality and and or um uh sex came involved and he had made the statement and i and i and, and forgive me for those who actually know full depth in and out you know and, and is a news reporter on this particular you know um topic i, I i'm not because I, I just it wasn't that big of a deal to me um <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't um but but he said something along the lines of like you know having oral sex with you know another dude is not doesn't make you gay and everybody went crazy over it. Mm. It's like so, mm. right? <laughs> so, mm. I personally have my own suspicions about Tank. <laughs> well, I, I don't me. like. I don't know. Like, is he is he like an Uber straight? Is he like what what he, what do we what do we he, know he, a little he bit? He identifies he identifies as a cisgender heterosexual man. Um, okay. So let's get that politically out the way. That's how right. he identifies. Um, I have my own personal suspicions about him, mm. um, but that's here nor there. That's just my own messiness and my own shadiness and, you know, just going and <laughs> in, 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 in getting involved. Mm. But what he said <clears throat> is not what bothered me. What bothered me was how people took it. Right. And, 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 and it actually started a much bigger conversation uh, because for me personally, um, if I was going to be shady and cunty, then I would have been like, girl, 
we know about you, Tank. Okay, <laughs> huh? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. But the but just have been not, talking, and right, we are aware. The girl, the girl, the streets have been talking, girl, and, and, okay. and you know you've been talking about you know two dicks and a check, and it's I, I just don't, ah. I don't, I like that's just messy, Kwame. But like if if the much bigger conversation, um, that I think that he was trying to get at, um. And 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 he also doubled down on it. He he doesn't regret what he said, and he um uh uh was was he says that he's very secure in his sexuality, whatever that is. Okay, yeah. so um again he identifies as a, a heterosexual cisgendered man. Okay, so that's fine. Based off of my issue, or or my issue based off of the the how everybody else took it, how the streets took it, how the vlogs are taking it, how the blogs are taking it, is that is that we don't give enough space for men to explore their sexuality. We don't. We don't. You know what I'm saying? And so so you do anything that is remotely homosexual, then automatically you're considered gay. You know what I'm saying? And and so so but but we don't put that same pressure on females because right. females can go and have all types of college experiences you know what i'm oh, saying yeah. and, and 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 then they're, they're married for thirty two thousand years you know what i'm saying right and so and and never will look back at it and and, and no and, one thinks and, twice about it and nobody thinks twice about it because then when you ask them about it and they're proud they'll say yeah sure you know i i've had some fe- female you know yeah, uh, oh my god my slutty college years yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. it's looked at as just slutty college years or looked at as just being promiscuous or exploring sexuality. And right. then it's like, but it's okay. But then right. when a guy does it, it's like, that's not okay. Because I actually know a lot of um uh, 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 cisgendered heterosexual men who are in successful, um, happy uh, marriages who are, who have had uh, homosexual experiences, but they don't yeah. identify as gay. Yeah. Um, they tried it. They they wanted to see how it was, and um, that it just wasn't for them. You know what right. I'm saying? And so, so why can't we put that same um, uh, that we, the same premise that we put on women? You know, when it comes to sexuality and uh, them exploring it, how come we can't put that on men? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. e- because even even in the gay community, let's go, let's go even deeper. Even in the gay community, <laughs> pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> Hey, let's let's get deep. Okay. You know what I mean? Even in the gay community, you know, we have these these cards where it's like, you know, do you have are you a gold star gay or a silver gay? Or are you a bronze gay? You know okay. what I mean? And so 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 even gay men are, are looked at as like, oh, you slept with a woman before? Ew. You know what I mean? Uh, right. And so, so and I get it, but, but but it's like, but it's like at the same time, it's like, why can't we have these explorations of sexuality um why does it have to be so black and white you know what i'm saying why can't yeah. sexuality be on a spectrum you know what i'm saying and the same I, thing i with, agree you know what i, I mean i, I agree yeah. i don't get it I, I mean i don't get it and this is coming from somebody who like before i came out of the closet had experiences with straight men who are the few that i was involved with before i came out of the closet i believe at this point are still I mean, obviously, I don't have any contact with them now, but like, I, I assume at this point are living their heterosexual lives. Like, right. I mean, I don't know who knows really, but like, it was you know being being a in the closeted younger person. I never really questioned it like that. I never really questioned it like you know like is somebody going to like is this person questioning their sexuality? No, no, blah, 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 and it's just like you just looked at it like, oh, this is what was happening. And, but it's right. When you think back at it, you think like, oh, why is it that there's such a horrible stigmatism on if this is happening to a man? Like we all question our sexuality and some people need more solid proof. And that's what they choose to do. They choose to, you know, maybe they mess around with guys for a little bit, maybe just to realize it's not for them. Like, why do we judge them? Why is it immediately this masculine thing that where we have to be like, Oh God, like, like they're gay. Oh, they messed around with dudes. Like, it's like, who cares? You know why? 
why why we just like you said why we don't put that same stigmatism on women it's weird to me and it's like not something i really truly understand and it's like Mm -hmm. you know like just let people do what they're gonna do and you know my thing is, is if you're not hurting anybody why the fuck do we care why the fuck do we need to put so much like emphasis on this stuff if it's if it's not harming somebody like it's just sexuality it's like right you know, girl, get yeah, fuck yeah. Some of the best blowjobs I ever got were from straight guys, if we're being completely honest. <laughs> like, if we're putting out our tea and we're living our right. truth, some of the best blowjobs I've ever gotten were from straight guys. And, right. you know, it's like, and honestly, like, also speaking truthfully, like, the few straight guys I ever fooled around with, sometimes those guys have a little bit more inhibition because they don't have hang-ups like gay guys do you know like they're not worried about their bodies they're not worried about Mm -hmm. the way they look or how people are going to think about them like they're just in it for the the sex you know for Mm -hmm. speaking frankly and it's like so i mean i never had no complaints and i never got no complaints so you know let those dudes live their life but like you know without going into like crazy details it's like you know that they're questioning themselves but it's like you know who are we to, you know, let him get his rocks off. Who cares how he right. does it or, or who he does it with, whether he's this super masculine rapper or he's just the guy next door, like let him get his rocks off. Who cares? Good for him for being confident enough as well. Like kudos to tank for being confident enough to like, let it out there, you know, like, well, 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 just to clarify, he didn't say that that was his experience. He was just saying that, oh. that it, it was okay that well, guys do that. Right. Good for him. And, 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 Absolutely and, good for him. Right. He, he, <laughs> like, right. And he didn't he didn't admit to it, but he didn't deny it either. So that's mm-hmm. just me being shady. But anyway, so yeah. so but but the bottom line is is that is that is that and I and I totally understand what you're saying and, and I agree with you a whole 150%. And I and I think that that is one of the reasons why we have DL culture. You know what I'm right. saying? Well, because because we have this whole um uh and, and then one of the reasons, you know, well, let me finish. He my first he's song. a rapper, right? No, he is a R&B singer. Oh, he's an oh, okay. but yes. he's in the music industry. Yes, he is. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like also too. Don't you feel like they the the stigmatism of this particular situation is even worse when it comes to like people who are in that industry? Absolutely. Like, they put even more of a like, you know, you have to be masculine and blah 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 and heaven forbid you blur the lines like it's like you have to be you have to fit in this certain kind of mold or else you're not taken seriously in the music industry it's like no dude let him you know again not saying he said he did this but you know if he did which i'm sure he has um (laughs) (laughs) let him just do what he's got to do you know like i don't know now i'm gonna go look up his shit because i didn't really know who he was but if he's you know on the dl and he's supporting us then you know fuck it i'll go listen to his music now <laughs> and it's and, and it's it's not even it's not even a um a, a, a him supporting gay culture it's more of just him supporting men exploring the, their sexuality yeah. you know what i'm saying and so and I, and i think that that is the root issue and i think that that's where i take problem um with with the masses because yeah. because one of the issues that 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 and and bringing it to your point christy about about it being um, uh, him being in the music industry, the mm-hmm. music industry and and the entertainment industry in and of itself is super uh, uh, um, uh, stigmatized. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Um, and, and super uh, uh, um, and, and really really tough on those who are openly gay. You know what I'm saying? Because they put them in a box. So oh, yeah. very very few. And then on top of that, we also have to look at who Tank is and and or his persona that he that he puts out to the world as an entertainment artist. Right. And so so or excuse me as a as a um as a uh, vocal artist. And so his mm-hmm. persona is that he is a sexual over sexualized um uh, black man who is a singer who is you know a ladies man and 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 super masculine and all this stuff right. And so so now we have a bunch of different caveats. We have this very masculine, super masculine uh, 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 ladies' man uh, talking about um, uh, uh, exploration of sexuality. And, and yeah. then we have, we have the, the stigmas that come with that. So now we're looking at uh, uh, this man who, I mean, let's name a few people who are openly gay uh, uh, and in the music industry. Sam Smith. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, who's another over Elton John, right? Yeah. Um, who's another uh, Little Nas just came out, but I'm gonna get back to the Little Nas. I'm not gonna use him as an example right now, but we we're gonna we're gonna get back to him on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 so Elton John, Sam Smith, give me give me another like super mega. Oh God! I mean, if we're if we're talking like anybody that's ever been just, out, like we're just music, just music, Elton John, like all these people, like. So 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 we're talking about Sam Smith, Elton John. These are all Caucasian men, right? right? And these are all Caucasian men who have who have effeminate personalities mm-hmm. or, or effeminate personas. Like Samson just came out and did this really awesome video. Um uh and and he's in a skirt, right? And he's in different right. types of, of of non uh non-conforming or gender non-conforming outfits, right? right. And so so you have this very masculine man, and then and then we, we get to the topic of Little Nas. One of the reasons why Little Nas was a big deal, and when he came out, is because he came out after he 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 became super successful. You right. know what I'm saying? Sam Smith kind of like you know started out, you know, coming out and just you know just kind of singing or whatever, and then by his like what second album, he was like, hey, I'm gay, by the way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like you know he built his career. It wasn't like he 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 built his career in this kind of like um uh uh DL type you know, under undercover type way. Right. Yeah. And so, so, but, but little Nas did. And, and part of the reason why he did that is because he would not have been respected as a rapper mm-hmm. in the black community. You know what I'm saying? He would not have been respected period in the black community. And what that's what bothers me is that you have this, and, and a lot of the conversation that surrounded Sink was from the black community. You well, know what that, I'm that's, that's, and that's the, the, ticket right there is that's why this is an issue because he is um it's not got anything at least what i'm taking from this is it's got nothing to do with the fact that it's it's not a gay thing it's not a straight thing it's because he is um a masculine presenting straight man of color who Mm -hmm. is in the music industry and is saying what he said and that automatically puts him in the fire zone because Exactly. Of all of those things because exactly. of that. Like exactly. if he was not, if he was a white guy, if he was a masculine presenting, you know, white guy, maybe we wouldn't be putting so much emphasis. But like, and I, I can't speak for this. You have to it's speak true. for this because you're the person of color. But like, I know enough to know that like in the the music industry, especially when it comes to uh, men of color, there is an over masculine. Like you have to be overly masculine. Yep. You know, like absolutely. And you can't stray from that, or else we get what we're dealing with right now, which is where people are talking about it, and it's this controversy. And it's like that to me is just really sad. And I hope that like kudos to Tank for like putting that out there and making that comment because I feel like with with the fact that he just makes this made this comment so nonchalantly, it kind of um, to me sends a message that like hey it's okay to question yourself it's okay to not you know be in this particular box that the world thinks that as a a person of color and in the music industry and a male on top of that I have to be I I mean so kudos to him again I don't know much about the situation but I, I think I think it's great I think it's it's really awesome of him to you know, being breaking down these stereotypes, whether he meant to do that or not, that's mm-hmm. what's happening. So kudos to him if he knew he was doing it or not. But I, I think it's great. I think it's what the world needs more of, you know? Yeah. It's it, more it, of these, like, it needs more. We need more. I mean, obviously, I'm a drag queen, so I, I present femme because of my job. But, like, during the, the week when I'm not in drag, I try to tend to lean toward the more masculine side. But... I think it's great for somebody like him who is presenting as masculine, very super overtly masculine to say, Hey, like it's okay not to be these things. It's okay not to have to like, to let your guard down. It's okay to like, again, not that he specifically said those things, but I feel like that's the outcome we're getting Mm -hmm. where it's like, if we had more people like him who were saying things like that, then we wouldn't have this stigmatism against masculine and feminine you know, 
this battle between, you know, are you too mask? Are you too femme? Like blah, blah, blah. Like, no, just let people be what they're going to be and understand that like, especially when we break it down to sexuality, that like sexuality is very fluid. Yes, we have labels and yes, we have this, that, or another. You're, I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm a lesbian, I'm into this, I'm into that. But when you really break it down, not to like change the subject completely, but when you really break it down, sexuality is fluid, super fluid, and it can change at any given moment. You know, like I, I could be walking down the street and see somebody that I would never think I could be attracted to. And all of a sudden I'm attracted to that person. Or maybe I'm attracted to this person because of, um, uh, you know, emotional reasons. Or maybe my first reaction to be attracted to that person isn't driven by sex. And then because of my attraction to them emotionally, then maybe I become attracted to them sexually. And they're not at all the type of person that I would be attracted to sexually normally. Like Mm -hmm. it changes so much and it can change so much. And I don't think there needs to be this like... Um, box super like super specific box like right yes i'm cool with labels i'm cool with you know you want to label yourself as this great this that another but at the end of the day remember that that can change at a blink of an eye or you can allow yourself to let that change you don't have to keep yourself in that box Exactly. And, and, and I think, I think, I think the bottom line, you know, at the end of the day, and I think to, to coincide with what you're saying, Chrissy is, is I think we need to start realizing that it is 2019 going on 2020. Oh yeah. You know, and, and I think that, that these, these forms, the, these uh, constructs that we've created, uh, gender roles, uh, gender, uh, uh, um, uh, specificities, you know what I'm saying? Um, that we, that we've created as a culture, as a, as a community, as a country, as a world, um, mm-hmm. uh, it is, is shifting because people are becoming different. Um, people are experiencing different experiences. People are becoming more, uh, aware of their own truth. Um, yeah. People are, are exploring and it's okay to explore. And I think that that's the bottom line behind what Tank was trying to say. Yeah. Um, whether whether people took what he said uh, with the grain of salt or not, the bottom line is, is that, that it, yes, you're starting to see a lot more representation uh, with people of color. You're starting to see a lot more representation with LGBTQ+. You, you're starting mm-hmm. to see a lot more representation um, uh, uh, with, with gender non-conforming people. You're, you're starting to see um, uh, representation with all different types uh, of cultures and aspects mm-hmm. of, of different lives and experiences. Yeah. And that's okay. Nobody's one experience is going to be the same. Um, Get your rocks up, boo. Right. And enjoy your life. You know, and <laughs> enjoy so, your, Get your life. It's Get your okay. Life. It's okay. And, and I th- Get your and life. I, and I think I think that that is the bottom line. Like, I think people need to start um, like it, it's kind of like, you know, how people some, somebody actually asked, asked me uh, a couple of weeks ago, how can you uh, uh, be a gay black Christian? And I said, first of all, another episode, bitch. That's a whole other episode, number one. That is a whole. That is a. That is a five-part episode, girl. Literally, okay. That's a heavy Um, question. Why would you ask somebody that? That's oh, girl. But 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 it's also a valid question. It's also I I think it's it's okay to ask him because he was he 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 didn't he didn't ask me and be like you know how can you be a gay black Christian or a black gay Christian or whatever, you know he didn't say it like that. He genuinely wanted to know. Um, you know how I I I I, I dealt with that. The, yeah, 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 and 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 so 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 I asked him how can he be a heterosexual man? That part. And so part. And so so he asked me. He's like, "That's just who I am." And I said, "Exactly." Right. And people always say like, "Oh, it's it's your ch- like, oh, it's your choice," and blah blah blah. And it's like, no, 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 it's not a choice. It's my reality, bitch. Like, yes. there's a huge difference. Like. You think I chose this? No, 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 no. This is my reality. Well, I chose and... to live yeah. my truth. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? But nobody... I, can't, I can't choose who I am. Right. Nobody's questioning <laughs> your reality. Nobody's like, oh, you chose to be straight. Like, right. girl. <laughs> girl. That's a completely different topic, Chrissy. All of that, girl. <laughs> of that. Y'all but don't even get us started. Honey. And I, <laughs> I looked up his pictures, boo, while we were talking. And if he needs a... If he needs a BJ, an HJ, a 
reach around a poodle dog, whatever he needs, boo. Tank you call fine. Christy. I will help you out. <laughs> Tank is very fine. I am willing I'm to give back to my community. Okay. <laughs> I'm a philanthropist <laughs> at heart. And if you need some help, boo, you call me. I got you. Yes. Yes. I got both hands, honey. I'll use both Christy hands. Christy is single and ready to mingle. Yes. That part. That part. That part. Unfortunately, Kwame is not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will uh, bid you uh, uh, good luck. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you the pictures. Don't worry. Well, you know. <laughs> so, she got uh, yes. <laughs> But yes, but let, let um thank you guys for listening to that. We're gonna take a real quick break. We're gonna pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Okay. Hey guys, this is Kwame from my Rather Not podcast. Don't forget to check out our new website at www.pyromedianetwork.com backslash irn, where you could find host bios, pictures, updates, and even send us glitter mail. Go ahead and visit www.pyromedianetwork.com backslash IRN. All right, we are back. That was a word from our sponsors. And me and Kwame are ready to get into the Halloween season. It's, it's the spooky, most spooky, spooky time, time of the year. Oh, oh wait, or that's Christmas. We like to call it gay Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least drag queens like to call it gay Christmas. Yes. I don't know about everybody else, but yes. you know. You know, but it is. It's Halloween time. Are you excited yes. for Halloween? Um, so I I don't really like the bat I don't know what it is. I think <laughs> since I've left Seattle, like um Halloween just has not been the same for me. Um yeah. I tried to be like I don't know what it is about the Seattle culture, but Seattle has a, an awesome Halloween parade. Like it's just Everybody yeah. in like especially in, 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 in on Capitol Hill, like everybody's in the streets. We're all like it's just everybody's having fun club hopping and they're having fun just like chilling. It's like, you know, everybody right. comes to Capitol Hill and it's just one big old, you know, party. And so you have that here <laughs> in Los Angeles, and it's mostly consolidated around we West Hollywood. I was just but WeHo has a pretty decent Halloween bash. Oh, like, no, they have a huge Halloween bash. <laughs> However, it feels like a fall version of Gay Pride. And so it's a lot of, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much, you right. know, and, and, you know, I, I, I don't like people, <laughs> you know, already, I, I don't, I get claustrophobic really quickly. And so it's just too many people. It's really a lot. Right. <laughs> it's really a lot. So, so the very first time that I went, uh, I think it was probably the year that I had moved uh, to California, um, and I had went to uh, the Halloween um, for at WeHo, and it was just too much. Like I just, I, I had to leave. Like it, I, I probably stayed for maybe an hour and a half, two hours max, and then I had to leave because it was just, it was just too much. It was really overwhelming. Right. Um. Well, and, we then, and then and then and then you have before. and then it's you have. Crazy. I'm sorry. It's we've talked about this before. It's crazy in WeHo. It's crazy, but but, but you also have pretentious people there too. Like it's so oh, it's yeah. like it's amplified. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So it's it, that's why I I kind of steer clear of Halloween. Um, but yeah, it's Halloween in Seattle where you are, Christy. Please explain. <laughs> well, it's just like I feel like um, uh, Seattle is such an artsy kind of town that like um or city, excuse me, that like that's why Halloween is so fun here because everybody gets into it and it's really, there's so many things to do. And because we are such an artistic kind of um, performer driven city where there is a lot of shows and things and, and all kinds of stuff that people just get so into it. Like yeah. um, that it's so much fun. And there's just always, there's parties to go to. And it's not with, I feel like with WeHo, it's like everything is like in the street. So it's like, it it's, it's crazier here. It's like, you're going to go to this party or you're going to go to that party. There's not this like crazy obnoxious, like, you know, middle of the street kind of thing. You have to physically make plans to go to things and they have costume contests all over the place. And it's just really fun. But like, I feel like for me, like usually I love Halloween and Halloween is like my favorite time of year, but like Halloween is also the time of year where like my job every other day of the year besides Halloween is to be pretty and glamorous and funny and all done up. 
But like Halloween for me is the time of the year where I don't have to be any of those things. I can be gory. I can be gross. I don't have yeah. to worry about looking pretty. Like, and I just, I don't know. I, I love Halloween always, but I don't know this year. I just kind of like going back to talking about how we've just kind of been going through the motions and been so busy. I don't, I really didn't like, I didn't get a chance to make new Halloween numbers. I just kind of recycled stuff I had mm. and, um, I'm going to go out to a party tonight and then a party tomorrow um, after work. And I'm just wearing things that I kind of already had and, you know, just going out, but it's fun to, you know, it's fun to go out and not have to be all, you know, pretty and glamorous. And I don't know, I love it. I, I, it's like my favorite thing. Cause I love like special effects makeup and, yeah. you know, like I love costumes like that are like, um, from certain time periods and like costuming and all that kind of fun stuff. So Halloween just kind of encompasses all of the things that I really enjoy, like in my normal life. So I just feel like it's like super fun. And what's funny is I, w- I found a thing this year. Um, Cause you know, like when you're a kid, Halloween is about getting candy and it's about trick or treating and putting on a costume and going out with your family and doing all the trick or treating stuff. And like, um, when you get older, the stigmatism is that you can't do those things. Well, there's this, um, I, d- I didn't look much into it, but I heard about it yesterday here in Seattle. There's this company that's sponsoring this adult trick-or-treating thing. So like, I- I'm not sure if it's in like a specific neighborhood or like where it is, but it's essentially trick-or-treating for adults. And I was uh-huh. like, that's kind of fucking cool. Like, that that's is super fun and like i like again we're talking about breaking down stigmatisms here today apparently like why you know like i if i have a house we don't get trick-or-treaters because i live on a busy street and our where we live on the corner of the busy street so we don't get trick-or-treaters but if i got trick-or-treaters and some like 16 year old came up and was like put all this time into his costume and wanted to get candy, take your candy boo. Good on right. you. Because, like <laughs> you put in the effort, you made your costume. Good on you. Take the candy. You did that look young man. Like, you did that. I don't know. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed yeah. to be fun. And it's like, you know, I, it still is. I, I think Halloween is, I, I love Halloween. And the thing that I miss the most that I haven't done in so long that I usually love to do at Halloween time is, haunted houses oh my god i haven't been to a haunted house in forever i love it and when i lived in california before i moved here to seattle we used to go to them all the time and they have one my one of my favorites and you you can attest to this because you still live in california i'm not sure if you've been but um in long beach you can go downtown to where they have the um queen mary part mm-hmm. and in the month of october they do um they turn the whole entire thing into like haunted houses and you can go on the boat and take the tour of the queen mary um and it's just super fun and i just remember having some of the best times with my friends when i lived in california going to the haunted houses at the queen mary in the month of october i'm not sure i can't remember exactly what they call it i think they change the name every year but you can just go and like do all these things and i remember one year um we were doing a drag show there they one of the local um uh, hamburger Mary's that's there in Long Beach. I'm sorry, I, uh, I didn't want to interrupt you, uh, Chrissy, but just for those who wanted to check out if you are in the Long Beach area, it's it's Dark, Queen Harbor. Mar- Dark Harbor. Queen Mary Dark, Dark Harbor. Harbor. It like, yeah. literally came to me right when you were saying it. I was like, fuck <laughs> it, it's Dark Harbor. Yeah. Um, yes, go check out the Dark Harbor. If you are in the Long Beach area this month, go check it out. It is amazing and they, they do crazy fun stuff. But we were doing this drag show um, and normally we do that show at Hamburger Mary's but they asked us to come do it at the dark Harbor and we did it at the dark Harbor. So I got all ghouled up and we did our numbers and they actually let us like, um, they gave us a guide to take us through all of the haunted houses without having to wait in the line. Mm -hmm. And that actually was the most fun I've ever had because it was like just three of us. And I remember the funniest story we were walking through this haunted house and I was done up with like the gory, like zombie makeup, like all the stuff, the prosthetics, everything. And we're walking through this haunted house and I had one friend in front of me and another friend behind me. And we were all holding hands, like walking through this maze. Cause that's what you do. Cause you're scared shitless. And it's like, right. oh, <laughs> um, and my friend in front of me let go of my hand. And so I kept, I thought, okay, don't stop Christy. Don't stop. But you don't stop in those things. The second you stop, that's when they go crazy and they start like that you, so you have to keep moving. And so I kept going and I come around this corner and my friend had already like gone around the corner 
and right on the side of the corner was a mirror and literally like looked up as I walked around the corner and screamed like the only little five-year-old girl <laughs> because I had scared myself shitless with my own reflection. That girl. Of all the things. Of all the things. Like, we had just went through all these haunted, it was, and it was the last one we went through of the night. We went through all the haunted houses. And one of the things they do at Dark Harbor is they take you on the Queen Mary. They put a haunted house in the Queen Mary boat, which is haunted in real life. And so I even went through that thing, not scared out of my mind. Why the most scariest part of the night was me looking at my own reflection. <laughs> like, so I, that's what I love. I, mi I miss those things and I haven't done a haunted house. They have a couple really cool ones here in Seattle. And I know they have some amazing ones in California. Yeah. Um, and in LA, I think I think I'm going to check out the 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 the, the Dark Harbor thing. That that's that's all, that's so all much interesting. Fun. Yeah, it's so much fun because you can like it's it's really it's super fun. It's super like I don't know. I I always had a good time, and they always have all kinds of fun shows and bands playing, and like you can you know they. I think the the last time I went, they had like seven or eight different haunted houses and like they go all out they like it's re it's really cool i i recommend it and i i miss that i haven't done that in a couple of years sweet yes um, yes um, but one one of the things that, I, that that aside from from because again like i said before like seattle is probably um one of my favorite places to have to go to like halloween parties and halloween events and stuff like that and then right. and then but i will say california is really awesome when it comes to their uh haunted houses and those those type of, of venues um yeah. they're really like almost bar none <laughs> like, i heard about i i think it's in california i'm not sure but i heard about this haunted house somewhere where you have to sign like a 40 page waiver and like if you make it through the haunted maze, they like give you a prize or something. It's like, no, like I think like only three or four people have made it through. And it's like, you have to sign this waiver. People are allowed to like do these crazy things to you. And I saw the picture scroll through my social media of like these two people that like, I don't know if they had made it through or whatnot, but like you have to come up with a safe word. And it's like this crazy, like real life, like super intense haunted house. And I'm like, part of me seems really scared of something like that. And the other part of me is like, I don't know. It's kind of intriguing. I don't know. Well, like, part of me, part of me would not do that because I know that I would hit somebody. So like, <laughs> I would not want to do that, okay. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind watching somebody go through that. Like that sounds interesting. We should probably can look that up. A live feed. Can we just pay for the live? Right. Feed? Right. Can that? we just, can we just watch? Can we just be like, you know, the purge and just watch? Completely. <laughs> right. Completely. But, um, but one of the but one speaking of the purge, one of the things that I love to do uh, during this time of the year, um, aside from you know haunted houses and Halloween parties and and Halloween events, is I love horror movies. Oh, me too, bro. <laughs> like, me I, too. Listen, if, if there's nothing like okay, so I am the type of person, and y'all can judge me all y'all want. Um, but I'm the type of person that loves the AC in the winter. Like I, I can, I can deal with that. I always have to have a fan on. I like, you know, I like it cold, but right. so I, I'm the type, but I'm the type of person also that when it's cold, I will grab a blanket as long as the air is cold around me, then I'm I'm good. And I have a, right. you know what I'm saying? So I love, yeah. you know, uh, cuddling up on the couch you know, in this cold environment, dark environment, you know, with just the TV light on, you know, right. and maybe some dim, you know, lighting in the back and just popcorn and all of my good snacks that I want just surrounded around me. You know what I'm <laughs> and I just love watching scary movies. It is some of, it was one of my best times that I've ever had um, is doing that is, is, is especially around this time is it, it's not so much other times of the year, but it's around this time of the year that I just love watching horror movies is the best. Right. It's the best feeling. Oh, me too. So. I'm the same way. I, I love, I love them. Like, do you have a favorite ho scary movie? Like when you watch um, one of my, I, I, I pretty much watch some, okay, let me, listen, 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 y'all. And, and this is the <laughs> producers out there. It's very hard to get me scared um uh when it comes to movies right uh, because i'm already coming into 
this movie knowing that it's going to be supposedly scary. And so, and I've been severely underwhelmed by a lot of movies. <laughs> so, but right. some of my favorite ones that to this day still get me really scared is like the Michael Myers or the Halloween um a series, the mm-hmm. the case of like the old series or whatever. I cannot for the life of me watch Chucky. Oh, there's no, something ma'am. about uh uh little toys and running around and coming to life dolls coming to life that bothers me um annabelle right. bothers me a little bit oh um, no ma'am i can't do annabelle um uh let's see but i i have watched um uh have you ever, have you ever seen as above so below i have yeah phenomenally First of all, phenom- from a video production standpoint, it's it was phenomenally done. Second of all, that shit scared the hell out of me. <laughs> it well, was such have, a good movie. Right, right. I think my my favorite scary movie and the movie that like scares me the most and gives me nightmares and like really like I can't sleep afterwards like for days and I'm like scared shitless, shaking in my room watching it is oh god and just it scares me just thinking of the name in my head let alone saying it out loud is glitter (laughs) (laughs) i'm just joking i'm just joking no i mean that is a scary movie um it really is though (laughs) was really scary in that film um Um, yes um, i just watched it the other day i kind of um I, the movies that scare me the most are the ones that are kind of based a little in reality. Yes. Like when it's like, oh, clearly this isn't happening. It, I find it hard to get scared. But when it's like, when it's based in reality, I get really scared. I just watched, um, again, for the like 400th time, because I love it, um, is the movie The Last House on the Left. Yes. Such a good movie. That's a, like, that to, that's the kind of stuff that scares me the most. When it's like that real life, like, like crazy people, like you know that kind of thing, like yeah, that or, kind of... or like the strangers. The strangers is another oh yeah movie, yeah, yeah. stranger for sure. That kind of stuff scares me the most. But like, I think mm-hmm. I I love like a lot of the cult classics. Like Thirteen Ghosts is so uh fun and scary to me. I think that's really good. Um, what's another one? Oh fuck, there was one the other day. I mean, obviously we love the classics, Halloween, Freddy, all Jason, all those kinds of things. But yeah. like. Yeah, I just think they're like the sh- like the Shining. The Shining's really good the to me. Good, yeah, the Shining's a good old one. school classic. like like classic like I'm the go horror. Oh yeah, like just oh, and those those are the kind of ones that like really scare me. Like The Conjuring or like mm-hmm. um, Amityville Horror when it's like kind of based in reality and it's like okay, this could probably happen. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like okay, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 like, Barney. Like, I like cerebral um uh now we're getting into movies, but I like cerebral um uh plot twists, like things that like you 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 thought the plot was going one way and then it completely out of nowhere it shifts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like what? You're like, <laughs> like, what the fuck did you just do? What just happened? What movie yeah. are we watching? You know, that, that type of, those kind of get me, and, I, and I, I love those type of movies, especially if it's a horror movie like that. Um, oh, yeah. Those, those, those are, are, are awesome. Um, yeah. But yes, like, so much fun with, you know, during Halloween time. There's so many things to do, um, and, 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 and just, just that experience of just, you know, playing around just, you know, in costumes and, and different things. Like, it's fun. It's fun, and, yeah. I, and I encourage you guys to do it do it for yourselves and just have fun out there, but do it safely and yes, make responsible safe. choices. Yes. yes. And if you have kids, check your kids' candy, do yes. all the things you're supposed to do, the flashlights, the reflectors, so keep an eye on your kids, like all that stuff. Please, like, if you're listening and, and you're made it through this whole episode, like... Can we talk about that for just two seconds? Two seconds. Perfect. I'm sorry. I just want to talk about that for two seconds before we go. Um... <laughs> I I remember my mother telling me um, that she never used to have to worry about checking candy. Oh, you know, never. When she was growing up. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, same here. And I re- I know that she started checking candy. What like when I was younger, she checked candy. You know, she make sure she you know because we, we just don't trust people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. but it's really sad that they're creating like before it was like you know ones and twosie type situations. Yeah. Now it's like almost to the point where you can't you just can't even go trick-or-treating you just have to 
buy stuff yeah. at the store. You know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, I feel like that was the thing. I think the the thing about the check and the candy, I I'm and again I I could just be saying this. I'm not this is not fact by any means whatsoever. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it started in the 80s. I feel like it was an 80s thing because my parents always checked my candy. Yeah, and I remember same. as far back as I can remember trick-or-treating, I always remember my parents checking my candy and I wasn't allowed to touch it until, you know, until it was checked. So I think I think I want to say that that's something that probably really started in the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, I feel like it it might also be a thing where it was like um, an urban legend because mm-hmm. on the same hand, when do you ever see pictures of people being like, went through my kid's candy and found this razor blade in this candy bar? Like, right. you know, I, I never see the definitive proof that that stuff's happening, but it's one of those things that either became an urban legend or happened or it just became a thing. And we don't question it. Just check your kids. Right, candy. Just check it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> rather be safe than sorry. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but, but to think that people are out there that would specifically spend time trying to camouflage or hide, you know, um, um, razor blades inside of mm-hmm. candy or or yeah. do something you know to damage you know any type of child you know it's just sickening to me it's just oh, sickening. yeah completely so completely but yes but be safe out there make responsible decisions uh you know travel in groups especially on halloween oh, night yeah. because you know people acting stupid and acting crazy um watch your kids keep your kids within like five feet in front of you or five feet in distance watch them because mm-hmm. kids get snatched up you know okay. so Yes, but be safe out there. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Happy Halloween, everybody. Do you have anything else, Christy, before we go? No, no, just, you know, what do we, what do we say to the haters? Oh, before we go there, <laughs> don't oh, forget we go our there. website. Before we go, there. <laughs> before Hold we go, up. Hold <laughs> up. we gotta go back. We gotta go back. Right. <laughs> so don't forget, you guys, that um, that we have a new website. Uh, it is on PyroMediaNetwork.com. Uh, you want to go to PyroMediaNetwork.com backslash IRN, where you can go ahead and find all of all things. Py- uh, excuse me. All things Pyromedia, but also all things IRN. Um, definitely uh, send us some glitter mail. Uh, keep in touch. Find out all of our uh, bios that's going to be coming up soon on there. New pictures, things of that nature. You can also follow me um, on my social media at Kwame underscore speaks and Christy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look me up on Instagram. Look me up on Twitter. You can look me up at Christy Champ. That's my social media. Follow, yes. follow your girl. Follow yes. your girl. Tommy said, send us some, we love to hear from our, our listeners. We love to get glitter mail. We did a, a last episode. We had a glitter mail reading and we are ready for some more. We love it. Yes. It's, fun. it's fun to us. Cause like we've been doing this for how long and it's like trying to come up with topics and things to talk about <laughs> right. crazy shit going on in the world. Like we want to hear what you guys are doing. We want to engage with you guys. So send us glitter mail. We love it. We love yeah, it. Send us glitter mail on your experiences. Um, uh, in terms of actually, tell us about your your Halloween uh, parties and events. And yeah, things that are going any special events that are going on for you guys and how and how you've experienced it. And then also send us, uh, tell us, uh, you know, if you guys have topics that you want us to talk about, go ahead yeah. and send us suggestions in. It's not just about you know um anything that you know you if you need advice or anything like that. You can just tell us what you want us to talk about. We're we're here mm-hmm. for it. We're researching. Mm-hmm. So, we got yeah, you. we got you. Cool. We got you. All right. Well, it's been fun. It's been real, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of I'd Rather Not Podcast. And Christy, what is that thing we always say? Uh, When the haters get you down, just tell those bitches, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. Happy Halloween. Oh, what a wonderful kiki.